you can make a ton of money, you can sell a bunch of houses, you can have a bunch of titles, but if you don't actually change anybody's life and they don't remember how you feel or what you did to change the trajectory of their, like who they were as a person, that fades. And I think that's the, the beauty of like this podcast is finding out people, how they're helping others while helping themselves and the impact that they're having uh, personal and professional life. And that Hello, everybody. David Donaldson here with Joe Martin for another episode of Entrepreneurial Impact. And this is kind of a big issue for us this week. It issue episode. It's episode 30. Joe, can you believe that we've been doing this consistently for 30 weeks now that we've had some amazing people come through and be on the show with us? I'm just amazed that there's 30 people that actually want to come on and talk talk to us. Actually, that's probably more the impressive part here. <laughs> well, you know, it's the vehicles, not necessarily the people carrying the show, I'm sure, right? You know, we get out there, we help them tell their stories, right? And they're like, yes, I'll take that free advertising all day long. Now, it's pretty cool. Like we've had, I had really no major idea of what this was going to lead to, right? I had an idea, we discussed entrepreneurial impact, and I think that was important to understand that there was so much going on around us through our associates and business owners that we know, right? Because it hasn't all been real estate related. But the stories we've heard have been incredibly moving, like, and where people have come from and where they've gone and like, it's impacted me greatly. Yeah, I think like the, the most impactful part of this was just that one of the worst things, I know for like hardworking people that build stuff from the ground, you get gritty and you're kind of like, hey, I know there's a need for this and I'm going to fill the gap for it. Like, that's what entrepreneurialism is. It's saying like, hey, there is a gap at a local level that I know if I can serve, I can fill like value into it and I can find compensation for it by actually having impact with it. Like oddly enough, entrepreneurial impact, right? There was some intentionality there, right? Um, but I think like the cool part for me was for my 10 years in, in leadership within real estate brokerage, the, the constant issue is always tell your story, tell your story, tell your story. What's your value proposition? What do you stand for? What's your mission? What's your vision? What's your belief system? All this type of stuff. And like you hear that. And what always stuck with me is that, okay, great. I throw up the mission, vision, value on a wall. And I say, that's what we stand for. And we point at it. And we maybe reference it in a sales meeting, whatever it may be. And like somehow that's supposed to be like intrinsically bleed into people. And then like they're supposed to show up like that. Now, I think what's been really cool about this podcast with you, Dave, uh, and every one of our guests has been on here, is that we really got into storytelling that like our whole idea behind entrepreneurial impact was who are the people out there in the field that took a gamble on themselves, left a nine to five or left some other adventure to be like, no, I love real estate for either the wealth building, the freedom, the upward trajectory, the ability to build a business, my brand. Or a lot of times people would just be like, I had a horrible experience at home buying and I just needed to fix that for people. And I think that was the biggest impact for me was being able to say, who are these people that show up every day to make an impact in real estate or small business or whatever in their communities may be, and to hear how they where, where they started, what their journey was, what the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, the feelings around it, but then also seeing tremendous success out of people that truly just believed in the impact that they were generating and they were betting on themselves. Yeah, and you look at the diverse amount of backgrounds that everybody has had, where they have come from, right? Larger cities, smaller cities. Some families came from an entrepreneurial parents or significant others or grandparents, right? There was some of that happening. A lot of them, and which is no surprise we're in the Northern DC area, but a lot of them with a military background, right? A lot of them coming from 
some sort of strife or hardship in their life that they had to come through to drive them towards success, to really get them passionate. And then on the flip side of that, like the impacts that they've had, right? There, there are people that literally, we, we interviewed a gentleman who went to right, Ukraine, right? We, we interviewed somebody who was in Gary Keller's MREI book, who's actually coming to the region to speak. We spoke to somebody who's volunteering and sponsoring uh, an elephant, right? Other people have had charities and donations local in their communities and churches. And there's no shortage. And I, I can't even imagine how many of those stories still didn't get told, right? That are still out there or that we can take a second peek at. Well, like I said, we started off with like, hey, how do we do a podcast? Everyone's doing a podcast. But I think the cool part about this one, for me at least, was to say, you know what, we're going to anchor it. We're going to make a commitment to tell the story of others that we're affiliated with. And I really still believe that the entrepreneurial spirit is one of the most invigorating, powerful things that this country was founded on, mainly because it allows you to bet on yourself, build a life for yourself, build a business, be able to take care of other people and actually have an impact, and not just show up with your lunch sack from nine to five and, you know, work 40 years and say, well, I got a good job. I got a 401k. And that's about the extent of like my existence, because what I always go back to is this one. I'll never forget why I think storytelling and impact is so important to me now is uh, I've got three under four years old. So those of you who have kids, I'm in the uh, the grind. Right. In uh, my my middle son, Teddy, loves getting up at you know, 6 a.m. on the weekend. So it's kind of like on my clockwork. I get up at 4 a.m. My wife's like, your son's up at 6 a.m. every day, Saturday and Sunday, that's your time. Good luck, Godspeed. And so all the time we go down there, he sits, you know, in the corner of the couch with me. We've got a little spot. I, I've kind of indoctrinated him into the Star Wars thing because that's my, like, I love Star Wars. I want one of my kids to be on there with me. But every so often when we're on, you know, Disney Plus, he goes and he'll pick his own show and he picked Encanto, right? And it's 6 a.m. I've got my coffee. He's got his apple juice and we're watching Encanto. And eventually this scene comes up where they've walked over the Golden Bridge into what was basically um, the afterlife. Right. But they're celebrating the you know, Day of the Dead. And essentially there gets this point where the 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 spirits disappear from the afterlife once the last known person that remembers them on Earth dies. Right. So this whole this whole movie is about the fact that his great great grandfather, the last known person that knows him is his the, the main actor's great grandmother and the great grandmother is on the process of dying and nobody else knows his great 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 grandfather. And there's this whole episode of or this whole interaction of him like disappearing his last known person is about to die and his existence on this earth is going to vanish. So it's like 630 in the morning. And I'm watching this, I'm, I'm internalizing this whole story of impact and, and your legacy, because this Disney movie that my, my two-year-old loves is basically getting me teary-eyed because I'm like, holy hell, like, is it really just going to be a headstone somewhere in a cemetery? Is it going to be my lasting memory once like my grandkids or great-grandkids, if they're the last person that know me on earth, once they perish, my existence is gone. Like that's actually what got me fired up about entrepreneurial impact and leaving a legacy because you can make a ton of money, you can sell a bunch of houses, you can have a bunch of titles, but if you don't actually change anybody's life and they don't remember how you feel or what you did to change the trajectory of their, like who they were as a person, like, like that fades. And I think that's the, the beauty of like this podcast is finding out people, how they're helping others 
while helping themselves and the impact that they're having uh, personal and professional life. And that, that amazing how Disney can get your mind working, isn't it? <laughs> They've always I, been there for that, though, right? I mean, the, the, Disney's always been deeper, right, than just a cartoon. The like, and it, it's interesting that you say that because now you're talking about my kids a little bit older, so I didn't necessarily see them in Cantonese, but now I, I feel like I need to go back and watch it now. But those stories are true. And uh, they do an amazing, amazing job of making them relevant. So I, I like that. And uh, that that really stuck with you. Because that's not just impactful, that's monumental. Yeah, it was definitely a mind uh, cluster. It definitely threw you know, like when you talk about like putting yourself on a 180, like that totally like at 6am watching a movie where I'm like, I should just be, you know, brain dead and enjoying my son, uh, laughing at some some Disney cartoons and whatnot. But I, I think that was like, the moment that impact changed from just, you know, holding a position, doing some stuff at work for people to really see, you know, every day that you get up, your interactions with others has a profound impact on how they feel, how they see the world, what they encounter and what they do to move forward. And I think each one of us in leadership or highly successful business positions have an obligation to recognize that everything that we do transcends past us. And how do you want to be remembered and how do you want to help people to reach the highest potential that they've got? Yeah, well, hey, you know, you know Joe, who knows? Maybe a hundred years from now, when people start to forget about us, they stumble upon these podcasts, these relics, and you know, <laughs> who knows what like that, like what this is gonna be like then, like we're microfish or whatever new version of, of digital is a hundred years from now, they'll stumble across some nuggets that you and I are putting out there and making them dig deep and think. And as I look forward, you know, as, as we come towards the end of the year, which is in itself just mind-boggling that here we are, and we get ready for next year, I'm really excited about the next 30 and the next 30 after that. Because you know, while we jumped into this and, and we just said, okay, ripped off the bandit, let's go, and we'll figure it out. I think we've done a pretty good job with that. And I love the connection and the stories that we've told. But I'm really looking forward to like how we evolve and the stories that continue to get told and how we approach them. Right? That's my mindset. Looking, but like reaching out and talking to other business professionals and really taking a deep dive into not just understanding the whys and the hows, but more about who they are and what this is really meaning toward them. Yeah, I think when you talk about mindset, I mean, caveat all of our listeners out there, uh, yeah, we fully had a plan. We had this expert, we spent millions of hours in planning because <laughs> we want to make sure we don't waste any time. Yeah, this wasn't a failure sale forward or you know, one of those ideas you launch off the cliff and hopefully you can build the plane before it crashes. Yeah, definitely not the case. Um, so, so what I think is funny about mindset, you know, as we look at the end of the year, um, all of your success, whether you want to attribute it to not to it or not, is really around mindset. And I've been, you know, one of my mentors, Bo Minkiti, um, I'm really tactical and he's real cerebral. So I, I'm always getting frustrated because I understand that the big picture and where we're going and why it's in, like, I get that, but I'm always like giving the brass tacks, like how do I go execute this thing? And because I was like, if you give me how to execute it, like I'll go execute it. Not everybody's wired that way. And what's been a really good journey for me through this entire year of 2022 was transitioning towards a mindset of like recognizing that if you want to get to astronomical amazing results you have to start with your thoughts because mindset has a series of like sections you go through like phases if you will and uh what's been really cool for me to see is that your thoughts 
you, you begin with your thoughts, right? If you don't believe that you can be an amazing entrepreneur, an amazing business owner, whatever, you're never going to get there because you're undermining thoughts or eroding your confidence about what you need to do and your belief system. So your thoughts drive your beliefs. So if you think a certain way, your beliefs are going to show up that way. So if you've got an abundance mindset, right, it's going to show up in your belief system about what's out there. If you've got a limited or victim, whatever you want to call it in these, you know, all kinds of interchangeable names, it's going to show up in your belief system. So your thoughts drive your beliefs, right? And your beliefs, they drive your actions. Because if you believe, kind of like, let's use this one as like a healthy person. If you believe you're a healthy person, you're always going to think about how do I eat better? How do I, you know, have the the, the fruit and the chicken and then whatever your, you know, asparagus. But if you say, well, I'm not a smoker. Well, sublimely, you're embedding smoker in that. So you're thinking about all the things that smokers do and then you're counteracting it instead of saying, I'm a healthy person. So going from thoughts to beliefs about yourself, your beliefs drive your actions, right? And your actions drive your results. So you can't get to results without first changing your thought process. Once you change your thought process, everything else is easier. But if you're trying to be a multi-billionaire and that's the result, but your thoughts are always that of like, a $10 an hour person. There's nothing wrong with that, right? That fulfills you. But your thoughts have to be in alignment with the results. So before you can even think about that highly successful person, you got to turn internalize yourself and say, like, what is my thought process? Like, do I have the thoughts needed to get to that type of result? And let me start at the thought. Because then from there, I can change my beliefs, my beliefs and change my actions, my actions change the results. And that's how you're actually building something long-term that can be sustainable because you're actually changing who you are at your core. And that's what's necessary to change accents. You know, you're touching on some, some deep thoughts there. And I'm, 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 you know, we're, we're reading the book. For those of you that are seeing us, this is the book called Thinking Big. And it really, this book's 70 years old, but the ideas and the concepts around desire and goal setting and movement and leadership and how to lead and treat people is as valuable today as it was the day that this book was written. Right? Some of the channels, the media and how things are being distributed are different. The concepts are the same, right? They actually talk about taking pencil to paper and writing out your thoughts and your goals. I have those conversations on a regular basis with people that I work with and say, look, and write it down because there's something intrinsically different to actually doing the effort of writing something out and putting pencil to paper because of the way that your mind works. It's focused on the task at hand of what you're doing and it doesn't get you, doesn't allow you to wander, right? You're incredibly focused in that moment. If you're typing or you're searching, you're scanning, you are multitasking, which we know doesn't always work out all that well. So taking those systems that you're discussing about, but actually hammering it out to, as you finish out the year, describe your goals, pencil your actual goals and hold those up, right? And then keep them on your desk, right? Well, you're talking about like, what's really powerful about that, Dave, is that you're talking about the action of visualization. That like if I can get really vivid on what my future goal is, I can see what that looks like. I can tangibly feel it. I can think about it. I can recognize and put myself in that future, that future state of what my life be like. 
if that was to those different goals were to occur like how's my life change how does it impact my people like all those type of things now the caveat is i think goal-driven people are amazing because you're looking to make a change and you're looking to impact something it's something you can look at and say hey look what i built or look what i changed and my efforts had some type of benefit right like that the, the, there was actually fruits from my labor um but i think sometimes we get lost in the fact that um commit to the process right that far too often people fall in love with the end result but like the end result doesn't actually cause you fulfillment and i use it this one think about this you go you're like hey i'm gonna buy this amazing vacation to jamaica and like that's like nine months out and you have all the anticipation of that trip to Jamaica, right? Every month you're like, ah, oh, it's closer to Jamaica, closer to Jamaica. Then you're in Jamaica and that like future anticipation feeling that really gets us excited goes away. Or you say, I'm going to buy a car or I'm going to renovate my kitchen or I'm going to whatever. You, you do all these things like saving money, cost control, maybe driving another sale. You figure out whatever you got to do. You find a great deal on negotiating on your, your, more, your payments or whatever it may be. And then you buy the car and then you're like, I actually love that process of all the things I had to do to go get the car. But now I've got the car, like I don't have anything to work towards. And I think that's part of, right. So like going back to your goal setting is yes, goals are amazing because they, you know, you're the living, you're growing or you're dying. Like there is no stagnant in life, right. You're either going forward or backwards. Are you going to go all Morgan Freeman from Shawshank on us? I don't even know if I'm going to quote. I haven't seen that movie in a while. So I'm trying to, I don't know if I'm going to living or get busy dying. (laughs) But I think that's the part for everybody listening as an entrepreneur is that like fall in love with the process. Like, yeah, you got to get the results. You got to get goals and all that kind of thing. But remember that like there is luck in life. And sometimes we think that all of our successes is 100% driven by our actions and all of our failures are driven 100% by something outside of our actions. When in, in fact, real life has, uh, thinking in bets is a great book to think about in regards to some of the outcomes in our life, whether good or bad, have no impact on what we did. And they just happen to be bad luck or good luck. And we just happen to be in the right moment at the right time to receive the benefit of the pain there. And I think that's the piece that you have to, as an entrepreneur going to the end of the year, is think through what processes have I really mastered? What processes have I fallen in love with? What things do I have to do for 10,000 hours to make me a better practitioner, better experience, better perspectives as a whole rounded person? And I think that's the piece that says, hey, if I can go master something, no one can ever take that skill set away from me. And then I become a savant in that activity. And then I become desirable or I have an even higher impact than those around me doing the same trait because I was actually willing to do the work that far too often people don't want to do, but they want the instant gratification of Instagram showing that I've got this Learjet behind me, but I didn't actually do any of the work because I just rented the Learjet to make myself look good. Right? <laughs> I love these conversations. And I love that you and I, you know, get the chance every now and then to kind of come back together and look at these, you know, and, and step back and think about what we've accomplished so far and to where we're going to go, you know, wrapping up this year and to next year is, is it's an exciting moving thing. So I, I appreciate riding along shotgun with you as we keep doing this and having these thought provoking conversations, because the most impact that this has had, as far as I'm concerned, is how my growth has been because of the people that we've talked to, the lessons, the stories that I've heard from them has changed me. And I love that. I couldn't agree with you more, Dave. This was a great like catch up for anniversary of our 30th episode this year and i think it was a really good reflection on mindset uh goal setting and fall in love with the process and dude 
I'm just happy to be along the ride with you. It's going to be a fun journey as we go out and build more and more and tell people's stories about entrepreneurial impact and how it actually changes people's lives. I think that's what we're here for. You know, so I appreciate everybody turning in this week. And uh, Dave, close us out. I'm Dave. This is Joe. We're Entrepreneurial Impact. Tune in next week for another great adventure. And you never know who's going to show up on our cast. So take care, everybody. See you, everybody.